Greetings, fellow travelers. Welcome to The Eclectic Monk. I'm not going to lie. I'm not exactly sure what I'm even introducing here. It's an experiment. It was fun. It's all for fun. should be funny. But occasionally, it got serious. Maybe because things are serious. I don't know. But I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be different. Stand by. Don't go anywhere. Eclectic Monk Radio. Well, I tried so hard to stay between the lines, but they say I said the wrong thing. Half a dozen times now my video's gone I've got the cancellation blues I was talking with my friend Just a calm open debate But our difference of opinion Made the senses so irate Now that episode's missing I've got the cancellation rules and I've always heard that the truth would set you free But it seems what's true for you isn't true for me and how could it happen that the powers that be Somehow got the power to control reality They can take away your voice But they cannot take your mind And the algorithm overlords Screw you every time But you will not be defeated By these cancellation moves No these cancellation rules Buzz Feedback from WEMR We interrupt this program to bring you an important news update We have reports that UFOs have been sighted over our community According to CNN, in November of 2021, the Department of Defense announced its plans to streamline the collection and analysis of UFO reports across the government, following the government's acknowledgement earlier this year that these reports are worth studying and may pose a national security threat. The department will create a unified group to handle the reports of UFOs, formerly known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAPs, across the military branches and other government agencies. In June 2021, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence released its long-awaited report, which examined 144 cases of UAP sightings only one of which investigators were able to explain. 
though they did say they found no evidence that the sightings were either extraterrestrial life or major technological advancements from Russia or China. The issue of UAPs has fueled years of Washington infighting, including bureaucratic battles within the Pentagon and pressure from Congress about how seriously to treat the reports. Given the fact that the U.S. government has openly speculated on the reality and importance of these reports, we can no longer afford to be skeptical of those who claim to have seen and interacted with possibly alien vessels and life forms. One alleged victim is Absalon Smoot of Buzzard's Perch, Tennessee. Here, in an exclusive interview with WEMR, he details his recent encounter with a UFP, or UFO, or UP, or whatever it is. One of those things. Flying saucers. <clears throat> Look, I, I know this here sounds crazy. If I was you, I wouldn't believe it neither. But I'm here to tell you this here thing really happened, and it happened just like this. I was out driving in my 1983 Ford Ranger pickup truck. I call him Little Richard. I was heading down Moccasin Creek Road about 10 o'clock at night. So coming back to the house from some outdoor activities. As I was driving down, coming down off that curvy part of the road off the mountain there, and it comes out and runs into that kind of straight-on place down there running right alongside the creek, and I noticed there was a light coming up behind me. Now, I, I figured that there was probably Vince Pignuckle, who was coming home from the roadhouse. Or, the one Vince is probably that smart-alecky deputy sheriff who is always trying to catch Vince Pignuckle after he's coming home from the roadhouse, if you know what I mean. But, closer those things got, closer that light grew, the more I knew this was something weird. I ain't never seen nothing like it before. It was bright. It was a real bright light. And you know how when you're driving along and you see a light a distance off, as it gets closer, it turns into two lights, right? Because it's the headlights of Vince Pignuckle or maybe that smart-alecky deputy sheriff this one, well, this one turned into three lights. And the closer it got, I began to notice that these lights were moving in a pattern. They was like blinking on, blink off, blink on. It was like they was in a circular motion running around and around this here vehicle, whatever it was. I don't know if I got hypnotized by the emotions or, or what, but all I know is that my truck, it turned off. I mean, not turned off the road. I mean, the engine quit. The whole thing just turned off. And I was sitting there. I was trying to crank it. And it was making that clickety-click sound like it makes, you know, when your battery's dead and you're killing your alternator and you don't know it yet. And it just clicked, click-de-click, click-de-click. And nothing would happen. Well, I ain't gonna lie. The sky lit up real bright, kind of a bluish green with a orangey tint. That don't even make sense, but that's what it looked like. And I got real scared. Now, I've been scared before. 
I was scared to time. That bear walked up on me in my sleeping bag and I had to lay real still, let it sniff me and go on. I was scared the day I stepped into that nest of water moccasins, nearly got myself bit. None of them scared was as scared as I was this scared. I was scared. This is some scary thing. I ain't never seen a lot like that and my truck won't crank and I'm out there on Moccasin Creek Road all by myself in the middle of the night. I don't know what got a hold of me, but I decided to run for it. I jumped out of my truck, took off, and I started running just as hard as I could run, man. I mean, I ain't no, you know, high school sprint star or nothing like that, but I was hauling butt for a fat man. I was doing all right. Well, next thing I know, I blacked out. I remember bright lights. I remember being scared. I remember running. And then I don't remember much anything for a while. I just blacked right on out. The next thing I know, I woke up and I was strapped to this metal table. It's kind of like one of them tables at the kitchen down there at the Shoney's that they use to chop vegetables up on and stuff. There's a metal table kind of like that, and I was strapped right to it. I couldn't move my arms, my legs, nothing. I just lay in there. And there was these bug-eyed creatures. They was about seven feet tall. Had heads that were shaped like a mayonnaise jar. These great big bug eyes. You know them things at the end of... Close encounters of the third kind, them cool aliens that were so friendly and stealing people and giving them back and stuff. They kind of look like that, but different, because these weren't nearly as kind as those were. These were evil. These were evil bug-eyed creatures from another world, I'm convinced. Couldn't be nothing else. And as I was strapped there to that table, they started messing with me. Now, it was weird because that room, it smelled like spam and formaldehyde. And that's a bad smell. I ain't never smelled nothing quite like it. I don't know if it was the room that smelled that way, if it was the creatures that smelled that way, or whether it was just the fear exuding from my heightened senses that smelled that way. But I'm telling you what, man, I don't ever want to eat spam again. That's for darn sure. Well... I'm lying there, and these bug-eyed things pull out this device. It looked like, I don't know, like a dog shocker with a big old long syringe needle on the end of it and a rubber hose attached. It went into this thing on this bug-eyed thing's forehead, and they pulled that needle over our... They were poisoning it, sticking it right over my stomach, man. I mean... As at that point, I realized I, I didn't have a shirt on, and I'm lying there, and I got this needle fixing to go in right into my stomach, and I started screaming, man, I, I'm sorry, Mama. I was trying to be brave, but I was strapped down to a metal table being probed by bug-eyed creatures from another planet, and it hurt, and it scarred me, and I screamed like a girl, and then... I blacked out again. Next thing I know, I'm lying on the road beside Little Richard right there in Moccasin Creek Road. 
I remember coming to, feeling the radiant heat off of the asphalt. It'd been a hot day. And I looked at my, at my watch. It was about four o'clock in the morning. Now you can ask my wife, because she was worried about me when I got home. I got up, brushed myself off, got into Little Richard, turned the key, and it cranked right up. And I drove on home, and I got there, and my wife, she was all worried. So where you been? I said, I don't know. I think I've been off the planet. I think I've been on a spaceship. All I know is, I'm home now, baby. I'm good, but I'm still scared. And she'll tell you I was scared than I ever been in my whole life. And she, she held me, and I went back to sleep and got a little bit of sleep after some prayers. But here's the thing, man. Everything, ever since that thing happened to me, man, I've been itching all over my body. Itches. I feel like I'm covered up in, in mosquito bites and poison oak. All the time, I scratch and it don't help. I got a weird puncture wound on my stomach. I can't eat. I'm kind of dizzy all the time. and Usually when I lay down to go to sleep, I start seeing them bug-eyed things and I wake up in a, in a cold sweat, screaming and worried. I don't ever want to go through that again. Now I know, I know that sounds crazy. And I don't blame nobody for thinking... Well, old Absalom's lost his mind. Because I'm thinking maybe I had. But Scout's honor, that's a God's honest truth. That is what happened to me out there on Moccasin Creek Road. Y'all be careful. Y'all see some crazy lights. Don't stop. That's all I can tell you. Thank you. Hey, man, how do you feel? Groovy, far out. Or do those aches and pains have you like on a major bummer, man? Damn, maybe just okay. Well, the cool folks at Astral Farsica have just the thing to bring you back to that place where you want to be. Magic mood lotion. This smooth, creamy lotion contains. CBD, Delta 8, and the newly discovered Epsilon 420, man. It's guaranteed to make your pain go away and your mood go far out. So what hurts? Your knee? Rub a little magic mood lotion on it and experience something all new. Don't wait. Call now. Order your magic mood lotion today. Start feeling groovy again. Magic mood lotion is not legal in all states. Check your local regulations. Side effects include localized rash, swelling of the glands, discomfort in the nether regions, radical mood swings, painful rectal itch, possible loss of consciousness, and an unnaturally elevated mood that may lead to poor decision-making and could ultimately cause death. Call now, 1-800-NEW-MOOD and get your magic mood lotion. That's right, the miracle in a bottle is just 
one phone call away. Allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Astrofarsica is not responsible for side effects or legal issues. Use only as directed. We now turn to our resident scholar, Reginald Pithcock, for his assessment of these events and the likelihood of their authenticity. As an adventurer, one who has traveled the globe searching for the secret things and unknown mysteries, I have witnessed a fair number of nighttime anomalies. I have seen the swamp gas of the bayou, media showers over the Sahara, and of course, the flight of any number of experimental crafts. I have seen lights I could not identify, and crafts that move in impossible ways across the sky. And I have experienced numerous emotional and mentally altered conditions as the result of the ingestion of known psychotropic substances. However, in all of my travels and in my vast collection of odd and unusual experiences, I have never seen an alien from outer space. Does this mean they don't exist? Hardly. But the sheer weight of statistical data presumes the existence of alien life forms somewhere in the cosmos. But why, dear friend, would they care about a random blue speck floating in a back corner of an unremarkable galaxy? What possible reason would they have for not engaging directly with the people of Earth? if indeed this is their mission. Does it seem reasonable that they would travel all this way just to spy on us? Or to enjoy the latest soap operas? And what possible benefit would they gain from capturing and torturing some hillbilly yokel from buzzard breath? Now, had Mr. Smoot had an experience, I have no doubt. But doesn't it seem more likely that he ingested something unusual, some toxic moonshine or chemically treated weed? Saw something unexpected, and in his addled condition, had a blind panic and knocked himself unconscious. What seems to be the greater possibility? That Mr. Smoot was captured and violated by visitors from another planet? or that he took bad medicine and hallucinated the entire event. Now, I'm not saying this man is a liar. I have no doubt that he believes his story, regardless of how outlandish it seems. But I, I must conclude that logic suggests that the bad medicine theory is the most believable. Reginald Pithcock, commenting. The contents of this editorial comment do not reflect the opinions of the station management or any of its subsidiaries or sponsors. Email your thoughts to theeclecticmonk at mail.com. This concludes our special report. Remember... Keep an eye on the sky and report any unusual activities to the local authorities.
Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Eclectic Monk Radio. the bottle one more time I need something to ease my mind I've had more than I can take my mistakes got me running way too far behind looking back at past offenses but you think I'd learn to use my senses My condition, they haven't said a thing It's a long, hard road I've been walking Let me bump just one last cigarette come to my decision yet I've been through it all before beyond that door lies the road I can't forget by the morning I'll be gone the time has come for moving on the only thing I know the sunrise will bring Is the long, hard road I'll be walking That is all I really have to say See you caught up with myself today I don't know the reason why I die Can't seem to find another way Well, I do appreciate your kindness These days it's awful hard to find this Kind of comfort, shelter from the rain down the long, hard road I've been walking Hello, Bob. Hello, John. What did the Arcturians say? To the Toulousian. I don't know. What did the Arcturian say? Your proboscis is showing. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Go ahead. Push the button. 
I do appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I hope you find it entertaining and enlightening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, there's a few things you could do to really help me out. If you would, subscribe, like, share, and rate the podcast on whatever platform you're on. And you can go to my website, theeclecticmonk.com, and there you're going to find a support tab. Click there, and it'll take you to a link where you can become a monthly supporter of the Eclectic Monk podcast. And that would really help me out. Hey, we're on this journey together, and I sure hope that you and the rest of the nine will continue with me as we move into the exciting future. Thanks again.